welcome to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Locksecutioners. We're going to be eating lightning and talking thunder and freaking stone cold stunning your eardrums today. Look at us right back in the studio like we said we, we would did, be. We said it and we did it. We, we did mani- it. We manifested this to happen, Ross. <laughs> Damn, we're good. Hey, we are good. We are good. We said <laughs> we're going to do better and, and we're doing better. I mean, it's, it's a start. I love it. Yes, so do I. So. Um, so we got a we got a um, we got a guest with us today. Like we said, we were going to we did guest every week. You know what? I have guests lined up for the next two weeks after this. That's Ross. why you get paid the big bucks. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what Not you're a doing. Damn thing! I came Over- in here early, set this place up. That's, oh, that's Jesus. you've been on time <laughs> once. That's and like today was it two times in a row. You know what? You know why I was a little bit late. Why? Yeah. Okay, you know, I wasn't going to bring it up. Okay. But I wasn't actually late. Well, 11:58 for me is late. 2 minutes. I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm just uh so my house has a one bedroom apartment attached to it. I, I guess you'd call it a duplex yeah. that I rent to somebody. And I rent to this guy. He's I don't know how old he is, but he looks really old. Like <laughs> remember like the old Scooby Doo like when they would take the mask off of like the villain it'd be like some old he looks like that guy after they take the mask off. Okay. But anyway, so the guy is always home. He's he's more of a hermit than me. Okay, never has guests over, nothing like that. And so like the last two nights I've driven by his house, his little his house, apartment or whatever, and the lights haven't been on. And his lights are always on. He's always home, okay? Okay, like me, okay. he's always home. Yeah. Okay. So the last two nights his his lights haven't been on. So try to call him because his car is there. He's got this like he's got one of this like a 1987 Cavalier that's <laughs> pristine condition. <laughs> Okay, like he waxes that freaking 87 Cavalier, okay? So he's not there. Try calling him, doesn't answer. I never call him either. I don't want to talk to anyone. So I, I, no answer, nothing. So today I'm like, gosh, I'm okay. I'm going to go knock on his door. I'm going to find a dead guy. So I start knocking on his door. I knocking on his door, okay? Then I call someone who kind of knows him. Like, oh, I don't know. You've done done a lot. At this point, so you're really thinking he's probably. If if I thought you were dead, I wouldn't do this much. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. So I don't know what's going on. I could have a dead guy living right next to me. So I have no answer for it yet. Oh, still no answer. Still no answer. Okay, I was waiting I'd, for the punchline. Well, I had to like, run okay, in to do this podcast. You know, we have to you know stay on course. That's you right. Know? You know, even the, like you <laughs> Sorry, said, I, I don't want to get twenty five dollar fine, even though my my neighbor, my practically my roommate. <laughs> Is dead. Okay. You didn't have time to call the ambulance. You had to get here. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm afraid it ain't gonna be the ambulance I'm calling. I think it's a coroner. All right. We could be hauling the Scooby Doo's villain out of there. All right. <laughs> How's your week go? Week's been good. Yeah. Everything's yeah. good. Takeout good. People ordering takeout. Uh, I mean, yeah, but not like the first time. And I think me and you talked about it off the mic. Support local mofos. It is small business Saturday. Well, it is. But and we talked about it before off the mic. But I, I, I thought going into this that it wouldn't be like it was the first shutdown. Yeah, you know. But it's holidays. People got to save up. I'm sure, right. people are hurting themselves. All so right. it is what it is. We'll make it through. Yeah. Um, what about you? This is a big week for you guys at Pride. Uh, big fundraiser yeah, it's, with it's patches our, and badges. Yeah, it's our big uh, uh, Thunderdome Thanksgiving at the Thunderdome thing where we raise money for patches and bra- badges, which is like that old program like shop with a cop so great i've so you know we've talked about this you raise money for it too uh you know it's where you know they take local kids and they you know they buy 
by Christmas present. They get to go shopping with a cop or a fireman or something like that and uh, can take them out. Kids who wouldn't get Christmas presents. So we kicked ass this year. Best year kicked yet? Best year yet. By Probably never going to beat it. Real? Okay, so let, let me preface this. So I found an old Facebook post where in 2013, we first started doing this for Patches and Badges. And, and my goal that year was to raise $600. We wanted to be able to, at the time, I think they did $300 a kid, two yeah. or three. And so we're like, we wanted to send two kids to get Christmas that wouldn't get it. So our goal was $600, okay? That was seven years ago. Felt good about that too. Felt, we got felt two great. kids. And we were like, we were, and well, I felt good, but I was, I actually thought that was a big goal. Yeah. I'm like, if we raise $600, this going to be, we're freaking doing things. You know, we're making things happen. So you ready for this this year? Yep. $27,000. Get the fuck out. Yes. $27,000. $27,000. Is that unbelievable? <laughs> Is that unbelievable? That's fucking unbelievable. Dude, I can't, I've been Was that like, a record for patches and badges, I'm guessing? for someone? I'm, sh- I'm sure. I'm it's sh- probably God. a record. It, they probably haven't made that much in two years. God. It's, and you know what? They've had such a terrible year. I'm sure, yeah. Because they, all their stuff are like events. Like like they do a lot of, mo- like there's a lot of people involved in the, like are in motorcycle clubs. So they do like one of those poker runs and things. can have those. Same thing with me. I do the, yeah. I do the bags tournament right. form during couldn't, Labor Day. You couldn't, couldn't have couldn't the bags it. tournament. Right. We did, exactly. We do a, you know, last year we did a Christmas ugly sweater where everybody brought. Right. You know, that's right. not going to happen. Even our year. guest today, he did a, had a party here. Uh, that's what, yeah. Yeah. And gave, and gave toys for it. So they couldn't have that. And then plus man. So many more people are hurting this year. Like one giving and two like kids. Could you imagine? Like some of these kids, actually these underprivileged kids, they like going to school because that's their break from the crappy ass home life they have. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, and they can't go to school. And you know, while like like kids that are more privileged, they got freaking playstations at home. They got all these things to do at home. And these kids don't have shit to do at home. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So and then, you know, a lot of what I what I like about it too, is you know cops have been getting you know a bad rap you know recently yeah you know with you know, the riots and all those things going on and uh so a lot of these kids these underprivileged kids you know they their their only run-ins with cops is when a, a police officer show shows up to haul their freaking drunk ass dad off from beating up their mom you know what I'm saying they always see cops in negative light yeah and this is a great way that. You know, see them in a positive light. You know, they're probably they will have that memory in their head for the rest of their lives. Say, I remember that time this police officer took me shopping and bought me toys. Like they don't know who's this money's coming. Absolutely, they 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 prop these little kids. They think the cop is buying them the Christmas, and that's great. I would that's that's what I want want them to think. You know what I'm saying? And and that's and they'll that could change the course of their lives. Just like instead of thinking of cops as being these bad dudes and you know bullies and things who you know yeah. taking their mom and their dad or whatever off to jail they see them in positive light and could change the whole course of their life so man freaking awesome brother good for you hey, man kind of congrats to you hey, i mean i know how much time you do put into it it they, even thinking about it how you're going to go about it what's your process because you're right. always trying to get it better right i mean we talked a lot before it started how you were going to do right. things and I you didn't going to make some changes. I was a little scared about the way yeah. we did it. Cause I, I didn't make a lot of people have, cause it was a hundred dollars to come to our circuit. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. But I try to tell people you're not giving it to me. You're not, you're not paying for a workout. 
you are making a donation. A donation. A yep. donation. And it, but good for good for you. Good but for also pe- good for all those people that good come for to Pride. the people I mean, that freaking stepped up. And, and hats off to all of them. That's yeah. awesome. And it wasn't just people that come to Pride. It, a lot of people that donated. I bet you. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say half don't come to Pride. No. But that and that's that's that, the part towards you reaching out to these people and things like that, having the connections with people to to make this as big. Maybe they're afraid. I, maybe they're afraid I would shame them on the podcast. Probably our millions of listeners. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> but hey, not uh, not shout out to me. You know, I I have the building where they come and do the workout. It's the people just giving us some money, and and everybody's hurting. But that many people were able to you know, awesome. put together twenty seven thousand. We had a lot of businesses. Stasi Chiropractor came in big. Wagner Equipment Rental came in big. Coleman Campers came in big. So that was awesome too. You know awesome. what I'm saying? Big shout out to all those people. Big shout awesome. out to them. Yeah. So all right. what what do we have to say about our guest? I mean, what do we have to say? What's our <laughs> intro to him? I don't even know. Well, the walkout song was good. The walk he picked it. We let him. It was that's I think that's the Stone Cold Stunner. Yes. <laughs> our Stone Cold Steve Austin walkout. We had song. a little group text, and Todd sent, "Hey, what do you want your walkout to be?" I mean. <laughs> Three seconds later, boom! He had he had an answer didn't for you. Didn't think about it. Even a didn't think it. It had taken me two days to come up with mine. You know what I'm saying? He just he just busted up. Uh, what do we say about him? Kind of a kind of would you call him kind of a little local Bethalto legend here? As Absolutely. far as like sort of the he, he's sort of known kind of for his partying. He's known for like you probably see him running all over freaking town. All over. Yeah, you see him at the gym. He's always at the gym. He he's helped. I know he's. He's done a lot of personal training, helping a lot of people around here with like you know, we said, getting he did into patches fitness. and badges last year, a little toy drive yeah, for him. Came, gave this year to patches and badges, came to the workout. He is now being he he's almost like infamous now for his Facebook posts. <laughs> Is JB Dude, the dude is ruthless. I ruthless. I read those I'm like, damn. I mean, we're all thinking it, but he's just putting it putting it out there, you know. And and he's and 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 he's he's bringing all the packages to us. He is very essential, Ross. He, he is, is a brown essential. man. Do you want to say his name? You want yep. me to say it? Um, and our our guest, first guest on season two. Yes, Eric Vandiver. Eric, welcome to the show. Vandiver, standing five foot. I'll say eight. Five foot eight weighing in at 165, Eric Vandiver. You're about 13 pounds too light, but I'll accept it. Okay, that's Thank you guys for having me today. (laughs) Thanks for coming on. Yeah. You know what, Ross? We we messaged him. We said, hey, uh, you like to come on our podcast? Sure. And then... Not like he didn't like if somebody asked me like what do you want me to talk about what what are we doing what are you guys gonna ask me uh, blah 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 he didn't have one question <laughs> sure I'm sure in. all right <laughs> we love that about you we well yeah love I, strong I, I words yeah I told Todd Thursday morning I'm like if you guys ambush me with some shit I'm I'm throwing the mic down I'm leaving I'm out <laughs> that would be great <laughs> if you just mic dropped our ass and took off <laughs> now that now that would be a show that would be a show that would be a show so what's up brother how are you doing fantastic are you working your ass because you we said we mentioned you're a ups driver so i mean those dudes you're all you guys are all over the place right we well our building right now we're kind of overstaffed they're preparing for the worst so this has been the easiest month i've had all year (laughs) is this one does it really start taking off though after thanksgiving or is it before nowadays people are smarter um, and they start ordering earlier. So they, November's, <laughs> Spread it out. they get it done. And then people that are new to the game, they start ordering around Thanksgiving. And then they start wondering 
well, my package was ordered December 22nd. Why isn't here on Christmas? I'm like, well, there's millions of other packages that got ordered before yours. So I think your uh, man thong can wait just a little bit. Are you getting Steve Carey back as your helper? Steve Carey told me that he has a uh, an injury and he will not be able to be my personal <laughs> little elf this year. He did have a little surgery this year. Yep. So, can you imagine him and Steve Carey riding around the oh truck? The energy in that truck. The, the energy. <laughs> I like, what, like, would they probably just talk over each other the entire time? <laughs> hey, let, let me rewind to something he said. It's a statement you don't hear that much. He goes, "People are a little smarter this year." You don't hear people say that very often, do you? <laughs> yeah, Steve was. Uh, it was a blessing in disguise. One of my coworkers got hurt, fell fell off a roof, putting his lights up. <clears throat> They're like. Eric are going to Highland. They didn't tell me who my helper was. So then I show up and me and Steve Carey connected eyes and he's like, connected nope. eyes. Nope. I'm like, let's get in, boy. That is why I don't put up Christmas lights. <laughs> well, I was at your house recently, Ross, and your wife was climbing on ladders, putting them up. Yeah, that's why I don't. Oh. <laughs> Our house puts them up. Uh, your house, your house. I don't put them up. Your, your house has Christmas lights. Just you do not put them up. No. I get it. I don't put. I don't even put up a freaking Christmas tree. Um, little hey, exciting fight. I, well, I was a lot more excited about it. Tyson Jones this weekend tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. You followed it at all? I've been following it since he I said was, he was coming back. I was very excited about it. Until I saw I, these freaking rules. Well, I, I sent them. We were in a group text, and I yeah. sent you the rules to it, and kind of. Uh, Squashed your boner. Squashed it. What are these rules? I did not get to see I'm those. glad you haven't. Well, yeah. Do you want me to ruin it for you or you just want to... Well, you don't plan on paying for this, do you? No. Because no. if I tell you, you're not... I mean, so uh, there's a no knockout clause, so they can't try to knock each other out. Uh, no cut clause. So if someone gets a cut, the fight is over. There's no judges. So there's no one going to be declared the winner. Um... This is the one that re- this is the telltale sign to me. You can't bet on it. Like Vegas, you can't bet on this fight at Ve- with Vegas. So that right there tells you. I mean, Vegas, you can bet on the freaking anything. They're having a glorified sparring match. Yes, and tap each other a little bit. It's eight, around. eight two minute rounds. The gloves are bigger than normal gloves. You know, so. I, I feel like they really did a sell job on us. And everybody's like, oh, how are you going to stop these two caged animals from coming out there and just, like, uh, I don't know, $50 million is going to stop them? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'd almost rather take me and a random person at Locks Brick House outside. It might be more entertaining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that's never happened before. <laughs> no. Nope. Hey, so, and, uh, and Tyson's just one of those guys, like, you can just say his name, Tyson, and it's just like a one word, like Madonna or a Cher or, or Jordan or something. Tyson, everybody, every generation knows who that is, right? Yep. Hey, I'm gonna read. Can I once read? you get into the one name category, you know you're a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever sport it is. Right. Um, I'm gonna. Can I read a quote from him? Yes. Okay. I love this. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one that can stop me. Lennox is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There was no one like me. I'm from the cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise to be Allah. And then he lost that fight. 
<laughs> you said listen, but if you would have been talking like my been listen, <laughs> dude, I, it, it, he he's going great, and then all of a sudden towards the end, I want to eat his children. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, he's Mike? Just not right in the head. Um, somebody I didn't read this, but somebody was telling me the other day, uh, one of my buddies, that they he they were reading up on an interview on him and he talked about this mindset that he gets into before fights and like how he can't be around his wife or around mm -hmm. his children. Cause he gets in this, such this, I don't know, this state of mind where he's just, he's in fight mode for the whole time going up into it. You know, I think kind of talked about his holy field and why he snaps and things like that. Can't be around people cause he, he'll fight them yeah. and shit like that. Like he's, <laughs> he's not right it's in a, the head. It's a, he's, <laughs> you know, you, Everybody talks and jokes about whenever he bit uh, Evander Holyfield's ear, and like, oh, and people are like, oh, he was cheating. You know what that is? Is he's a he's a true fighter, a freaking warrior, just like a freaking caged lion. Yes. And what happened? He got put in a situation where he was like, he to him, it's do or die, yes. do or die. And there's an ear right there. He's gonna bite it. If he wouldn't have had gloves on, he'd have probably ripped his eyeballs out. You know what I'm saying? He you you just backed a, a lion into a freaking corner. And they're gonna do what's what's ever available. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it was right or wrong. I'm just saying he's a killer. He comes from the streets. He's a killer on the streets, and that's that's just what happened. You I know? think he said at that moment he actually wanted to kill Evander Holyfield. I, if, if you're biting someone's ear off, you're you'd kill him. If he didn't have gloves on, seriously, he would have just he would have just went crazy, ripping face parts off. You know. Other face parts off anyway. You know. <laughs> but right, hey, don't don't sleep on Roy Jones. And I, I don't don't Rory forget was, about Roy Jones. Roy was great. He's one of the greatest. Oh, oh I mean, fucking exactly. Stud. I, you ever you ever watch some of his highlights on there? Just oh. man, just he just, he has, he fights so with fast. his hands down so fast. Gosh. He, he does this little jump forward. Just, just hey, I think Rocky Balboa would have taken both of them though. <laughs> and you know, with the the Tyson Jones things, like you see the way in. You, see, you guys see the way ins. Yeah. yeah. Now, we'd seen a bunch of pictures of Tyson and, like, all just ripped and shredded. And just like, holy shit. It, they didn't quite look the same at the weigh-ins, did they? Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll say even most, whenever he was training and uh -huh. he's doing this. Yeah. Like, those videos, I, I was fucking very impressed. Yeah. And he kind of looked more like a dad. At yeah, the <laughs> they, they did. I'm not saying they didn't look good for their age. Oh, but, you absolutely. Know, it, dude, they're... they're they, so obviously they had they were filtering like a chick on freaking a dating app. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't quite look like the pictures I had seen before. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Good lighting. <laughs> yeah, he looked like Roy Jones looks like like one of those dudes that goes up to Leisure World. Who, you know, he old like guy in about you know 56. He lives, but he does, you know things are sagging a bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I think Tyson was getting a good pump up right before he had all those photos taken. And last night he was just. His natural sure. self. Yeah. Now, I'm a little scared to do this, Ross, with our with our show. Do you know what I'm saying? Bringing up JB Pritzker to uh, our boy Vandiver here. We got to. It's one of the reasons <laughs> I, mean, I. It's one of the reasons I wanted him. Like like I said, he gets on Facebook and he just it just spews it out, right? <clears throat> Holds nothing back. Holds nothing. So let's back. get into. So I'm just gonna guess. Me me and Todd, we've always said it. We're not. A Democrat. We're not a Republican in the past. We've always voted for who we just kind of think is with common sense. When I read your shit, seems like you're 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 a Republican right now. I guess you could say that. Or, 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 or do, you, do you always have the same sense? Like I'm just gonna vote with who 
I try. I try to think of myself as in the middle, but uh, when it comes to Illinois, we've been ran by Democrats since I was in like sixth grade, and we're we're not doing so hot, are we? We are not. (laughs) Uh, Then you got uh, the two hundred and eighty pound. I'm giving them knocking off a few pounds for him. (laughs) Two hundred eighty pound behemoth of a man that. That hasn't seen a gym probably since I've been in the sixth grade as well. <laughs> That's uh, telling me that you know I can't go. I don't need to go to the gym. I need to wear a mask at the gym. I can't see my family members on holidays. And Sp- speaking of speaking of you going to the gym and wearing a mask at the gym, I, I'm pulling up one of your Facebook posts here, and you have like a. Uh, it looks like Bane from from Batman mask on. Okay, and and this is this is what you say on there. You say. Go get a high-altitude mask and make your workout a little harder. Wearing this thing simulates what it's like to be J.B. Pritzker walking from his couch to his refrigerator. Fuck that fucking prick. That was your Facebook post with your face wearing a Bane-like mask. Quote, that you are correct. Uh, you know, that mask, I got that before Corona hit. and uh, Of course you did. So uh, I've been wearing that to work out with, but... You know, as far as that guy goes, you know, it's it's not he's affecting all sorts of businesses. He's killing them. Um, he doesn't know anything about real world problems. I think he's worth over three billion dollars. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's that's the funny thing is like we start talking about and I'm not I'm not saying I'm a Trump guy. I'm not saying I'm a Biden guy or anything. But, they, you know, you saw everyone going, well, Trump, Trump, uh, he uh, is hiding his taxes. He didn't pay taxes. He paid, a, you know, such a small amount of tax on how much he makes. Like, first of all. All those rich dudes do that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. Every rich businessman is out there trying to pay as few a taxes as they can. Why don't we ever look into politicians who make like $100,000 a year, but they're millionaires slash billionaires? Why don't we ever worry about that? Joe Biden paid $3.8 million in taxes the same year that they said Trump paid six hundred. but that dude's been on a salary of $200,000 a year. <laughs> His whole life. <laughs> Man, $3 million in taxes. If he saved every dollar from every year he's been in politics all 47 years, that means... He, he would pay taxes on that, and I don't think it'd still be three point eight million dollars. So it's insane. I'm not a mathematician, guys, but I think we're a little it's, off here. It's, it's o- Obama. He he's never had really another a job that made him a millionaire. All of a sudden, he gets into politics. <clears throat> boom, he's a multi millionaire. And, and we're talking about Democrats right now, but it's all of them. Oh, it's all it's, of them. It's, yeah. it's all they they yes. they, they, they take. Yes. You know, when they go around and campaign, they they take money and they get you know. Uh, say $50 million for their campaign. Well, are me or neither of you guys giving them any amount of money that's going to make them do anything for us? No, it's their rich friends giving them money that they come back. You know, we'll help you out if you help me out. Right, that's exactly You know, your patches and badges and, you know, there's all sorts of charities rather than rather than politicians taking money from you. They need a, they can run a whole campaign on a Facebook and podcast and, they can, you know, if you want to donate money to me, donate it to a charity and put it in honor of my campaign. And then at the end of it, see that this guy raised $25 million for his community for patches and badges, St. Jude's. Turns around and helps the community out rather than spending on negative, hit negative Facebook ads. Two things I really take out of all this is one, there needs to be term limits. Yes. Big time. Yep. And campaign. 
donations or how much it's unbelievable how much money goes towards these campaigns now and all of, not just the presidential ones but all of them running for senate and all this there's just there's better places that that money can go to i don't know i don't know what the answer is when it comes to that be on the cap it and say they can only you know your a campaign fund can only have this much in it or whatever i don't know but smarter people than me need to figure that out but it <laughs> definitely needs addressed there's smarter people than you well when I hang out with you, you don't act like, you don't act like that, <laughs> yeah, I right? Think, I think my dad told me. Now he might be off, but he keeps up with stuff that there was fourteen billion dollars in this election and just campaigning Fuck. ads. And think of what fourteen billion dollars could do for the United States. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> who? Hey, in, in your prime, who'd win a fight, you or your dad? Oh, you know, my dad always told me his record was 0-49, but no one came back for seconds. So, <laughs> well, it's a good quote. I, I, you know, well, why would they come back for seconds? You don't go back. To, why would they come back? Tell your dad, like, you don't fight somebody you already beat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, he came at me one time, and I was at wrestling prime, and I snapped him down and had to grab him by his pants before he we went through our front window. <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll give it a two out of three. Maybe he wins one. When, gotcha. Because <laughs> your dad's he's a little scrapper. He used to be a little scrappy, he's, right? He's sixty four, and he's one of the guys that still goes to the gym. That's actually at the gym to work out, rather than going up to Leisure World to get their their sauna and a hot tub sweat in, and then they read the paper and they call it a day. Well, you know? we we call that we call that the uh, Jeff Dyer workout. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Gumby. <laughs> I'm always fascinated with the people uh, back to the Facebook. I don't have it in me where you, and you you do a little bit where I just can't get on Facebook or, or whatever and just post what's on. Like I'm mad about something. I can't get on and just post it. It me, always fascinates me like getting on Twitter or Facebook and these people. And always good points and stuff, but that's just not me. Being a business uh, owner, I feel like you have to taper off what you actually say because some people now would view what you think in a negative way and like well fuck that guy i'm not going to go to his business if Every, that's what everybody buys wings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean ups has already seen some of my antics so i mean they're not getting rid of me because of what i say and i think that'd be something along the lines of wrongful termination if i'm not mentioning ups in it well we actually we, talked about we that we were having a show we were kind of talking about your facebook posts and we we're like I wonder if UPS ever kind of gets mad about that. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you're never putting them down, but but you are saying some of these things, and you'll have a selfie in your truck. <laughs> I'm always off the clock whenever I take pictures in my truck. <laughs> I have heard, and, and why I brought it up to him, I have heard of people saying things on social media, and because on social media they have their place of work on there, that they've been terminated for what they've said because they have it, on there where they work at mm -hmm. oh. if you if i were to bring up something negative about ups then they could you know technically come yeah. after me but if i'm just you know freedom of speech if i'm just speaking my mind and it's nothing negative towards the company i work for i mean good I for just, them i just took it on a public platform and spoke my mind i mean hopefully more people can do that yeah <clears throat> we, we got it do we have anything good we have any posts brought up from him well, we want to discuss <laughs> We got yeah. any good ones? So the other day, I, I was I looked at Todd and go, "Hey, let's just bring up a random post that he put. Let's just go like something 2012." Todd's like, "Oh, good idea." He starts scrolling. Like ten minutes later, he's like, 
I'm in 2019. Fuck that idea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, here's November 14th. Something I've always had, uh, uh, excuse me, something I've always done is tip well. But since we have reopened, I have tipped the bill a lot and over tipped because I had the fear we would shut down again. So if you go out this weekend, tip the fuck out of your bartenders and waitresses. They will need it more than ever since JB Pritzker, and he tags him every time, (laughs) has the intention of a lot of trees with nothing under him this year, fat piece of shit. I'm coming for you in 2022. Adios, political correctness and high taxes. You're going to jail when I get in. Have a blessed day, everyone. Okay, a couple of things. First of all, now, you've, you've kind of been funny, but you said you were running for governor, so running for something, right? Was that, was that you running for governor? I mean... You know, the thoughts trickle to my mind, but once again, I don't think I have enough people to come behind me, and once again, you know, my past isn't really what you would call perfect, but <laughs> mine's more of a public, you know, all the thing is about people, no one, no one wants to go into politics because everything you've done is going to be brought to light. Well, and the most, these politicians that seem so perfect, well, honestly, they're probably the ones that have like the darkest shit going on that you don't know about until, you know, something of the Epstein files or something comes out. They got a lot more money to cover it up than you. They, yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, I have friends that like to tag me while I'm drunk at Locke's brick house (laughs) with my shirt off. Let me, let me throw another one out here real quick. Well, with our glorious dictator, (laughs) D-I-C-K, tater, J.B. Pritzker's stay-at-home mandate about to go into effect. I guess I'm going to be making some stops on my way home to fill up on essentials. Alcohol, groceries, lotion. (laughs) (laughs) You want to finish that real quick? You have a lot of dry skin? (laughs) A lot of dry skin. Gotcha. I got you. (laughs) Have a great last weekend of freedom, he says. Thanks for not stealing my have a blessed day thing again. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I should have quote you on that from now on. I feel like it's plagiarism. <laughs> that kind of stuff might get you kicked off Facebook. Right, right. <clears throat> um, so we're, we kind of talked about your party in a little bit. Just so, so who would be on your, if you were, we asked people about their Mount Rushmore. And, and so, so on your Mount Rushmore of partiers, like all time world famous partiers, who do you have? One, Give us the first one. One, we'll start from least to best. Okay. I would go with Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. I, I that, like that. That was, man, that guy just partied himself right out of an NFL career. I did not right? see that coming. He partied himself right out of an NFL career, He right? did, but he also partied himself into like almost being famous. I yeah, I mean, he's kind yeah. of a pop icon, right? And without even doing anything. He also like, partied himself down to about 130 pounds soaking yeah, wet. So. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what, what's he doing now? I don't know. Uh, hopefully... Probably no. partying. Is it- <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday he's playing football. Hey, lucky, <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Uh, so what? 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 Does he have any? Does he have like a like a big story that stands out besides he, just not making it? He rented a house for two days and caused thirty two thousand dollars of damage to it for a party through. That's a good forty eight hours right huh? there. That's a good forty. Now did did he he got signed to the Browns right? So did he get like a big giant signing bonus? Yeah, he would have got a big one. He was a first round draft pick. Ah, so yeah. so yeah, he got a nice bonus. And I don't and think he's making a few million a year. So but didn't he come from a rich family? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gotcha. Um, I like that Texas that was Texas money. I believe. Yeah, uh, probably less known, but I mean, his name's Dan Bilzerian. 
Oh, that's I, a good He has to be on the list. That, well, yeah, was it Dan? I forget how you say that. Dan Blizzerian? Blizzerian. I mean, I could be wrong. Like I said, I read it like a fourth grade level. So, <laughs> And he, yeah, he's like this like Instagram, social media big star. Big poker player. Right? Big poker. And supposedly he made a lot of money through poker. Now, was his dad rich also? Or didn't he give, isn't there a story like his dad supposedly gave him like a million dollars to start or and then something like played that? played poker and just blew it up yeah. and then... His party story was, I think he went two days and took so much Viagra and yeah, did a I've bunch of b- punch, a bunch of that Scarface stuff. And he, uh-huh. uh, I think he, they said he had a heart attack and he's in like his 30s. So he, he and called, he's ripped. Yeah. Yeah, he had to go to the hospital because yeah. of he took so much Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the hospital for a few days. But if you saw how many chicks are around him, I'm oh, like, no. he's trying to keep them all entertained Jeez. like Hugh Hefner. Jesus, I'm one and done, Mac. <laughs> Whatever he does with the whole chick thing, I, for, I've, I've seen him or heard him on podcasts and stuff, but seems like he doesn't pay him. I guess he gets some like... Well, you come with me, and then you get to yeah. take pictures, and your Instagram blows up, and then you get jobs out of that or whatever. What a fucking great business model! <laughs> yeah, and they get to go. Damn. They just they just get a weekend away, yeah. and go on yachts, and because I've seen his social media, it's always him. He'll be like sitting in the middle of the hot tub, and there'll be twenty three like hot chicks sitting around him. Most of them topless, and <laughs> one of them chewing on his ear. And, <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay, I like that. I like that. He had a, he had a weird little. I think he went to like University of Florida, I, I believe. Flunked out, then joined the military. Yeah, he was a military. Yeah, guy. he wasn't. But a, yeah, couldn't. I don't know. He had some, ended up getting hurt or something in it. Yeah, something weird. Yeah, but, supposedly. Yeah. The next one. Next one. Okay. Is a group. Okay, a group, just, a group, Motley Crew. Ah, uh, well, yes. we, we've all seen that. Uh, <laughs> the dirt, the, the documentary. The dirt. Yeah. Oh my God, those guys. I now you're a little young for them, really, right? I got their greatest hits. Well, on I'm my not saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, I was, I listened to them like as they were doing it, which was awesome. They were, they were going through it, so that was. That was freaking. Yeah, nice. that movie, The Dirt. You know, I I pride myself in being able to party for, like the weekend in the beer tents, but those guys did that like nine months out of the year, they just have, every night. They, well, they have they had money. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they have the iron liver. Oh man, yeah. Those, rock stars are the they're, they they've always been sort of the 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 uh, the upper echelons of partiers, right? Oh. They're just yeah, they make, st- different stories. Mick Jagger. Yeah, Mick Jagger. Who's the Rolling Stones guy? Keith Richards. Well, well they're those, both Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah those yeah. guys are just non... I mean, they're still in their 80s and somehow still kicking it. Yeah, yeah. And I saw them... A few, it wasn't that many years ago. I saw them in concert. And I, I, don't, I don't know how they do it. And they're, I'm, no they're running around, jumping around. I'm like, God, that would hurt my joints. Let alone... <laughs> They probably smoked a lot of joints before they did that. But all right, we're now. So the, so you were doing least to best. So we got Manzel the least, and then we got Benzerian, how Blitzerian, how you say his name, and then we got Motley Crue. So this is going to be your number one partier of all time. I sound like a, like a DJ, don't I? Good at it. Like like I'm doing like the the, the New Year's Eve countdown or you case, hey, case you on. were the. Women's volleyball, women's volleyball, right? Yeah, women's yeah. volleyball, EIU the, announcer. Yes, so I was the, I mean, you, the, you do the, have a background. Yes, thanks, Ross, for bringing that up. My resume. <laughs> so who we got? Because he's always winning. 
Charlie Sheen. Charlie <laughs> Sheen. He got tiger's blood rolling through him. You know what though? He, he kind of we haven't heard anything. Doesn't he have like the Hep C or the or the HIV? He's been silent for a while. Yeah, like he. That's all you heard about for a while is him, his crazy party and cocaine and women and. He was the big. He was big whenever I was like in college at twenty one, and he had mm-hmm. his big spiral where he was always winning, winning, and I'm winning. like, dude, I, Did, I'm gonna try that. This is in the back of my head. What, did he get AIDS? He go to Mexico or HIV? Go to Mexico and then say he got healed? Or I thought like, it was hepatitis, hepatitis, Hep C or something. I should have something. done some more background research on these guys, but just from the party antics, they they're they're the top four. That's a good list. That's a great list. That's a good list. Great list. Who would you add to that, Ross? You got anybody that you would add? Just like not saying that that would be your list, but just throw one out. Dennis Rodman. Ooh. <laughs> Ah, that's great. That's from that last dance, like whenever he like got like they're like between games or what was that? He hops on a plane, goes to Vegas for the Scotty night. Pippen or... was injured, and once Pippen came back, or he was yeah he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Once he came back halfway through the year or something, <laughs> Phil Jackson pulls Jordan in to his office, and Rodman's in there, and he's like, Mike, Dennis says he needs a vacation. <laughs> Fucking vacation! <laughs> it's the middle of the season. You play a, Mike says, you, "If anybody needs a goddamn vacation, <laughs> it's me." You play a game for a living. You need a vacation from it. We gonna play more, different games or what, what's going on? It's like recess. You have recess like t- like eight months out of the year. You need a break from recess. I think he was drinking kamikazes in the middle of doing sets of lat pull downs at one part <laughs> of that. Sure, but man, hey, ain't nobody can bounce like bounce back the next day, not have a hangover and just. Role. And that's what they, they talk about with him. He'd go out, and then he'd be the first one in the practice facility sprinting on the treadmill, uh-huh. coming straight in to sweat it out. Man, I w- Hey, if I could do that, I wouldn't be sitting here drinking Bush NAs right now. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a funny... I've heard uh, Matthew McConaughey, and not the, I'm not saying he's on my list, but I heard this story about him the other day. He was on a podcast, and they were, this guy was talking about how they were partying and partying one night. And finally, the dude's like, I got to go to bed. And he said McConaughey was still up, like drinking and whatever, partying. And the dude, like, slept in, like, didn't get up early. Finally rolls out of bed. It was like noon or one o'clock. And he doesn't know where McConaughey is. And I can't remember what state they were in. But he's, he's like, I don't know where the hell that guy went. I hope he's okay. And he turns on the TV and he starts watching some uh, some watching some football. I can't remember. I think it was University of Tennessee. Texas. Turns out, was it Texas? Probably. Turns it on and there's McConaughey standing on the, the sidelines. Side <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that story, but he's a big Texas football. That, man, it was. And he, it, it, he's it always was. on the sideline. Yeah, line. the dude yeah. like goes to bed. McConaughey's still up partying. This guy gets up super late. <laughs> And all of a sudden, he turns on the TV. There's McConaughey on the <laughs> sidelines. <laughs> That's good. That's Who's yours? Uh, I when we talked about it, I said Jim Morrison. I'm just I'm a huge Jim Morrison fan. I'm a huge Doors fan, and just uh, I I love that guy. And I read read the book. No one here gets out alive. Which you know he died at 27 just from yeah. over partying. Really, <laughs> you know, if you go to your death from partying, I mean, you, you got to be on there, right? You just just died from a party. <laughs> so let's uh, let's pivot now more into uh, the he- the health. Um, yeah, and we'll talk to you a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't think it's anything that you want to hide. You've documented it a little bit, and. Um, I think it's good for the listeners to hear about, but you you fight depression a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll touch base on that a little bit. Yeah, and because a lot of people see you as this happy-go-lucky guy. You're always every time you're out, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're making other people laugh. I mean, you haven't made me laugh on this show yet, but but you're making other people laugh, and you know what I'm saying. And and you mode it like like I said, you've you've helped so many people out with personal training and different things like that, and so. I remember the first time I saw you post on Facebook about like being depressed. I'm like, that guy? I mean, he's the, the one of the happiest dudes I I you know I've ever met. You know what's going on there? So we want to dig into that a little. We're getting deep on this show. Get, getting so, deep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that oof caught me off guard. No problem though. <laughs> I'm not shy. Uh, I don't necessarily know. I mean, I think it was when I was about 25 or 26. <clears throat> and one thing you can't do is compare yourself to everyone else and what mm-hmm. they're doing. And I was comparing myself to all my friends and how they were getting married and settling down. And, you know, I was in all the weddings. I was the best man, but never the groom, mm-hmm. you know, all the groomsmen. Only the bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I put too much pressure on that. And then, you know, I just hit a significant low, um, made the worst mistake of my life, came back. But then about, you know, two years ago, whenever my mom was diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer, uh, I had that and a breakup go on and the world was spiraling very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> had to go start talking to someone. Um, and then I got put on a antidepressant sertraline and, uh, you know, I didn't think that it would be make that much of a difference, but I mean, I still today take a low dose of it, but I mean, honestly, the, sometimes some things seem o- so overwhelming throughout your day, just the smallest things. And then, you know, since I've taken that, I mean, my head, my head's more level and I mean, things come at me. I can easily brush it off a little bit more now. Is this something that you've always dealt with in your life or did it not come on until later, 25, 26, like you said? Yeah. Right. I mean, 24, 25, and that's whenever it really started, um, coming on with all the weddings and all that. And, you know, like I said, the comparing people and then you forget what you actually are doing and how you're doing. Everybody else out there listening to that who say they're comparing themselves to the um, their friends who are getting married and having kids, believe me, a couple years into it, all your friends are now comparing themselves to you. Like, fuck, look at Eric. He's out all the time. <laughs> does what he wants to I'm do. Joking. I'm joking, Don. I love you. Does what he, does what he wants to do. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, that's the one thing in the world nowadays with social media and everything. Everyone's life seems so glamorous. And most of the time, people who have the most glamorous lives are people are masking what's going on. That's why, right. you know, you'll see my posts. And I mean, I don't like to put up a mask for anyone. I'm going to be blunt. And I'm going to say what I want to say. and I'm going to tell you what's going on. And I mean, yeah, sometimes I do have some pretty cool shit going on. And But if sometimes things are down, you know mainly I'll go to my friends privately, but you know, if I see someone struggling or whatnot, you know, anyone can always reach out. You know, you always got to make sure you have someone you can talk to as a friend, whether it's a friend or a stranger or whatnot. Absolutely. Now I, I, let me ask you this. Now does, now I've talked about a little bit on the show about me quitting drinking and, uh, now does alcohol kind of contribute to that sort of the, the depression, the anxiety and things like that? Um, I guess it's not really that it gives me depression that much anymore. It's more of a, they call it like the Sunday scaries. You know, you wake up and you're just so damn anxious after you drink. Right. You're like, Anxiety. what the hell did I do? But then, you know, it's more of a, 
getting getting around and thinking like, okay, you know, I didn't do anything that terrible. I'm, you know, I've I went out and I had fun, and now all I'm worried about is the fact that I'm deathly hungover and throwing up, and I'm, that's why I'm upset with everything. Yeah, you know, but I mean, I, I can go spurts without drinking, and I mean, yeah, I do feel my body feels better. Is, but, isn't that crazy? How you never hear about that whenever you're younger. When you get older and people get hung over, like, and you start talking to your friends, it's like, man, I just get this anxiety because mm-hmm. I'm like, did I do something stupid? <laughs> yeah. And, and like, it's like, it's a lot of people have that, but you never heard about that when you're younger. Right. But like, damn, like, I thought that was just me. No, nope. it's fucking everybody. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I think the one, one thing now that is a uh, big help, you know, whenever most people are, you just got done drinking for a night or two or whatever, and you're just, dehydrated and your body is just full of toxins and you just want to lay there you got to get your ass up and you got to you know get to the get to the sauna get to the gym get moving and you got to sweat the demons out and then i mean that that gets you right back into a good good square mind i mean it used to be whenever you were you know in college you'd go out and drink and you'd wake up you'd have a a damn Gatorade, a bottle of water, and a sandwich. You're like, well, let's go do it again. <laughs> sandwich, <laughs> sandwich. I like it. But but I mean, alcohol is poison to the body. That's what it's. That's what a hang. It's because you're when you drink, you're poisoning your body, and that's yeah. that's that's why we have the hangovers. That's that's what it does, you know. But uh, you know, it's uh, I mean, it's it's not necessarily an everyday thing anymore. I mean, there are instances that certain things come up that like shock you, and you're like, what the what the hell's going on but you just got to make sure you have a i don't know a good good surrounding cast with you that you can always go to and talk to right so you were at one point where you're at the lowest of the lows Mm -hmm. um so have you have you found out ways to cope with it uh you know one thing i've i mean talking with people rather than bottling everything up because that's one thing that people do now they're scared to talk yeah, and sometimes the only way they communicate with people is through text message. You can't read anyone's emotions through text messages, right? So you know, calling a friend, and you know, now people they see a phone call and they're like, "What's that? Why don't they just text me?" <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if if someone's calling you, they're either they need something uh, immediately, or they maybe just need to talk to you. So uh, having a good good group of friends, which I do, um, then uh, one thing that also would you know drive the depression which would be the fact i would be overtraining you know Mm -hmm. sometimes if you work out and exercise too much you know you're draining your body physically and then after your physical body goes then your mental state goes so you know overtraining now it's uh that's a thing of a past so i try to keep that level try to just have a balance of everything in my life you know i don't drink during the weeks on weekdays I mean, I guess you could call me a weekend warrior, you know, hit or up a, or a pussy. <laughs> says the guy of the drinking non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> do you think this is something you'll have to deal with your entire life or um do you think your balance will end up balancing it out and, and it, you'll be over? Since 2 years whenever uh my mom passed away, um from there until now, uh it's a complete 180. I mean, there's Nothing that really gets me, that shocks me enough to where I'm going into just a deep, dark hole, you know. I like to look on the bright sides of things now, and 
uh, there's always a light at the end of everything. So, you know, I just focus on positive things and uh, try to have tunnel vision where I'm everything, if I'm thinking anything's going wrong, I got to focus on myself and just block everyone else out and worry. You know, so it's not selfish to worry about yourself sometimes. You know, if you're, you can't, you know, a lot of my friends and confine in me and whatnot. But, you know, if I'm having an issue, you know, it's like, guys, I love you, but I need to worry about myself right now before mm. I can help you with your shit. So, but I mean, as far as the, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> it doesn't affect me my whole life, but I mean, I work with it fine now. You know, there's instant, like I said, you know, there are big instances like with your mother, you know, someone passing away that's always going to jolt, but it's about having your time to, you know, be in a, you know, your dark place to heal. And then, but you got to make sure you get out of that. You know? now, now let's segue that into, uh, that, is that the second time I've said segue? That's, I'm liking segue. You know, Paul it sounds very professional. It really okay? does. Uh, uh, so you're a big workout guy run. Like how, how, how much do you run a week? Are you, are you training for any marathons right now? What's going on with the, with your running? I currently, uh, I run maybe twice a week now. But that's the other thing with overtraining. I'd run three, four days a week and have high mileage. Um, I was at like 158 pounds last year, and now I'm about 178, and I'm actually running faster now because mm-hmm. I'm not training as much like that. I mean, with my job, I'm I'm moving and using my knees and all right. all the time. So it was about going back to the drawing board. My body has basically been just a big test trial for like the last 13 years of my life. And now I've got a good grasp of how to go about things, but about twice a week, I'll, I'll go hit a good run in. And And you're lifting, lifting a lot during the week, lifting, wearing, wearing my Bane mask. Uh, (laughs) you know, it's, uh, It's, you know, I do, you know, you call me a pussy whenever I'm like, yeah, I just did chest, shoulders, and tries. You're like, what are you, bodybuilding in 1992? <laughs> you know? I remember saying that. <laughs> I get the same shit, Eric. <laughs> I mean, I go to Pride. I, now I try to get Pride in there about every other week. Um, you know, you <clears throat> band workouts. You know, as you get older, most people, uh, functional mobility. You know, that's why going to Pride, you know, you got people shuffling side to side. You know, if you go to the gym and you're just doing bench, shoulder press, squat, that and that, that's great compound lifts. But the thing is, you're not using other muscles that you almost forget about. And those right. are the muscles that normally end up causing you to have injuries. Right. The ones you don't use in that are the ones you use more in life. And what's like, oh, I got, you know, I, I threw my back out picking up my nephew and setting him on the counter because people don't move in different planes. They're just moving up and down instead of side to side and rotating and things like that. It's, uh, you know, with my job, you know, using, I mean, obviously I'm an astounding five foot eight wearing boots, but you know, that top shelf in a UPS truck, you know, my shoulders are above my head all day shuffling shit. So, you know, I'd, had a shoulder injury a few years ago, got to working with Dr. Stasi, going in there doing cupping. All Dr. The- Stasi. Jesus, what, he, that dude needs to start paying us more, <laughs> doesn't he, for <laughs> these shout-outs? Uh, you know, the lifting and working out actually stemmed from a guy that we both know. Uh, well, my dad got me into the gym first, but, you know, Lance Bovary found Lance Bovary, he fa- OG from Leisure World. Oh, gee. <laughs> he found me at, like, I think I was 
15? No, I just turned 16. And he, he saw me squat and he's like, you squat like a bitch. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, you're a wrestler, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you'll start working out with me Monday. And I'll never forget. He had me squatting and I'm, I was doing the old like three quarter half rep with 185. Yeah. He's like, all right, you're gonna go down all the way. 135 doing sets of like 10. And then we went to his house and did sled pulls and this and that. And I couldn't walk for three days. I actually had my mom call me off school because I'm like, I got all my classes <laughs> on the second floor and they're not letting me take the elevator. Man. You'll start working out with me Monday. Lance has no touched choice. from like up there at Leisure World. He's touched a lot of lives, like as far as working out. I can remember picking his brain back in the his. And what a perfect name for him, Lance Bovary. I mean, the guy is. I mean, he's giant. I mean, he's just a a, a bear of a man. And not to admit, if he was here right now, he'd have about thirteen bush lights, not <laughs> with alcohol in them. Down. He says, if you know, if he doesn't finish his first beer and starts his second, he's still on his first beer. I'm like, <laughs> I got. I'm not going to listen to you on that, but I'll listen to your lifting. He's yeah. He was, you know, he's a he was ahead of his time as far as training, I guess, because once again, you know, you went to the Iron Shed and you you did bench press, squat, and deadlift every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I'm like, this is this is not smart. Lance was doing like tire flips and sled drags and it, farmers carries and stuff like that before. I mean, a long time ago, you know. It was, I mean, a lot of the stuff I was doing there was what you do at pride but right. you know instead of doing 30 second increments he's like you see this down the street i'm like yeah it's about 150 yards he's like you're gonna walk this 200 pound sled down there and i don't want to <laughs> hear you bitch about it <laughs> yeah he's made a lot of stuff he made our monkey boy he's made a lot of like equipment and stuff down at down at pride so it's, it's there. What, what keeps you motivated what gets you motivated what what what, what can other what pe advice can people take from you to get motivated to work out more uh i mean it's just your I mean, it. I mean, it helps depression if right. you do it correctly. Oh, it, that, I mean, I work out more for my mental health than I do my physical health. Absolutely. I mean, the one thing, you know, that is another thing with wrestling. You know, I'd cut weight, and that just right there, you not go. You know, your smaller meals or you're missing meals. This is, I hated this time of year in high school. It's Turkey Day. I'm like, oh, I'll get three ounces of turkey and one <laughs> scoop of mashed potatoes, but. Um, you know, working out and, uh, you got to get, have good nutrition to go with it. I mean, everything has to go in a big circle. You can't, you can't miss one thing out of the circle or it stops. Right. You know, uh, I forgot what the fuck you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation. What, what, what motivates you? I, you know, I still run. Uh, I like to get out and I say, I'm going to run a 5k or something, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm going to go do that. And I'm going to set a time that I want to run it in. So just goal uh, goals are the key. You got to If you don't have a goal that you're wanting to do, then you're just, you're going and then you lose your motivation so easily. Cause you're like, why the hell am I even here right now? Yeah. They say, if you don't make a goal, you're just wishing then it's just a wish. If you don't have a goal, yeah. you know, I like to set lofty, lofty goals. And then, you know, if I don't, if I don't achieve them, well, you know, go back to the drawing board and you work go harder. Back. You got to work harder then, you know, you know? After, after I get done here today, we, uh, I'm going on a run with CM's cross country coach, Jake Peel. Um, there's a runner. Yeah. That guy, yeah, that guy is a runner. He ran yeah. 10 miles before he went to pride fitness for his first time. I'm like, why? He's well, like, I had to run, but he hasn't been back. So let's just, <laughs> let's just say that. He's okay. I got to get him a partner to go with let's, whenever I can't go. Let's just say he hasn't been back. But, okay? uh, you know, he, uh, I got him running whenever I, he, he motivates me more than anyone because I got him running whenever he was a, after his freshman year, mm -hmm. he couldn't run 
two miles in 12 minutes and then last year he ran a marathon in two hours and 46 minutes wow. so, yeah didn't he didn't he qualify for the boston marathon yeah, and then got canceled so i'm i'm running with him and you know he uh Good being luck. being a, being a coach he can't keep up with me in a sprint he's he doesn't have speed yeah but him being a coach, I'm, you know, he uh, he's got me motivated. I'm like, Peel, when was the last time you had a goal for yourself? Because mm-hmm. you've set goals for your kids. I'm like, I need to. You need to set yourself a goal. I'm like, you need to try, you know, get your marathon time down to where you're at the peak. I'm like, you're 26. I'm like, you're only going up from here. So I guess other people keep me motivated too, trying to motivate them. And that's another key besides like is just surrounding yourself with people that will hold you accountable and do things like that. So so on the uh, talking about the race thing, speaking hey, Ross, of speed. Another segue, Ross, <laughs> another segue. You ready? Yep. You ready? So who do you think would win in a foot race between Ross and I? And we're going to say 50 yards, 100 yards, just a, just a short. Why are you looking at my legs? Don't look at, look at his. Look over there. I was looking at your shoes. If you're running in Chuck Taylor's, if, you if don't have a chance. If your wings look like your legs, Ross, you've got a business. Every time Todd asks this, he has to put me down before the person right. answers. <laughs> because I feel like they would uh, Hasn't just say, worked yet. well, because I feel like, <laughs> like I'm the underdog, okay? So I need to. There's a reason. There's right. You get yourself dog. a good get yourself a good track shoe, and you guys how how far are you guys racing? Fifty here? yards. That's not enough. You got to go hundred meters. Okay, hundred meters. Who wins in a foot race, Ross or me? You're, he's he's pretending. Well, you know we're not. This isn't on camera, so people can't see you <laughs> flipping a coin right now. They can't see me when I take my shirt off either. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, it's gonna hurt your ego, but I think Ross might God, win this sprint. This is so ridiculous. Listen, do you know? Listen, when was the and last? Still time? undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't actually raised, but you're you're undefeated in these in these. So and then here, I, hey, and I know you're gonna say here goes Todd pleading his case. Oh, listen, when do you think was the last time he ran a sprint? Hmm. I don't know. I've seen okay. a few of his friends running sprints outside of Brickhouse about midnight. So. <laughs> I run sprints a couple times a week. I'll do a track workout. This guy's well, first of all, he would pull a hammy 25, 50 yards in if we did a 100-yard sprint. Okay? I, oh, this just pisses me off. I, I really had faith in you. I really had faith. You Wait wait till the next time you're down at the Thunderdome. Just, just speak the truth. <laughs> all right. Another question we like to ask everybody. So, I mean, you're... you're uh, a patron of the the Brick House and of Pride Fitness. So, what is your favorite food at the Brick House? Ooh, you know uh, <clears throat> the the steak, the fillet. That has to be my favorite. Um, but that's only you know the Thursday night special. But I had the Philly cheesesteak pizza the other night, Ooh. and that, I'm glad that's permanently on the <laughs> menu. I'm sure his cook just absolutely despises it because he didn't want to make. That's a sneaky pick, right? I've there never had that because, Philly cheesesteak pizza. That's fire! Yeah, wow. You want to go with that one? All right. What's your favorite exercise at Pride? Oh, good God. You know, Todd's probably thinking, oh, he likes doing curls in front of the mirror with his shirt off. Yeah, I always, apply, every one? time, if we happen to have, we don't have curls in as a station at Circuit very often, but when we do, I always see Eric doing them, and, and he doesn't, and I always apologize that we don't have a mirror that he can look at himself <laughs> doing them. He, I mean, he's looking at him himself. He's looking down at him. There's just no mirror to really give him that good view. Uh, You know, the, there's two. Okay. One, I love whenever he has sprints the full length of the building because, I mean, I'm going balls to the wall and I'm using the wall to 
bounce me off to make my he, return I saw run. him the other day. He runs. He's running full blast at the wall. I'm like, this guy is going to be Kool-Aid man right through it. And he does this little jump up onto the wall, kicks off, and runs <laughs> like, like a Mel- Michael Phelps in the pool kickoff. And even though Todd is... Uh, made fun of my boxing ability i love hitting a punching bag well uh, i'm gonna this is what i'm gonna say to you without your boxing ability you should probably buy a gun <laughs> <laughs> or shoot a takedown on the heavy bag a uh, so, wrestler not a boxer very good pick. no sledgehammer i'm always thinking someone's gonna go with the sledgehammer well like you know i forgot about that well i've been doing that with lance for 14 years so at this point i feel like rocky balboa chopping wood yeah yeah, I'm, I'm give us a give us a book. Yeah, what's, a, what's one of your favorite, favorite books? Uh, it's a it's a murder mystery. Um, I didn't see that coming. No, an unwanted guest. Unwanted guest. An an unwanted guest. It's uh, I can't pronounce her name. It's like Cherie Lepeau. She's got the couple next door, a stranger in the house, and an unwanted guest. Are you looking it up? And then you're gonna try to pronounce it, Todd. Well, I'm just. I can't wait, up, bud. Okay. <laughs> the pronunciations here are really top notch. <laughs> what about you guys? What's your guys' favorite books? Book. So Sherry Lapina, Lapina. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Murder, murder mystery. It's it's top notch. If you're wanting to get away from the inspirational books, um, I, I'm not a huge inspirational book reader. I and mean, we've talked about some in here, Ross, but I'm not. I'm not huge on. I'm, I read more fiction. Yeah, I'm read because I, I like to read books more that like lets lets me escape reality for a you know for a second. You're more. You read more like inspirational. Yeah, I, I, I always I always books. read to learn. Everything I read, it's, a lot of my stuff's boring because it's always something I want to learn about. I'm I'm over at Ross's on Thanksgiving. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I might have get arrested. I was over at Ross's on Thanksgiving and just like laying in the middle floor, strung him out, strung about with all like his his kids' toys, his <laughs> rich dad, poor dad. Just let a paperback a copy of that laying there. So you never what, know when you want to pick it up and start reading. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, my mine is it's called The Power of Negative Thinking um, by Bob Knight. Whoa, um, the the coat. In, yeah, the coach. Who's years old? Yeah, um, huh. and it kind of—it's not just the book's not some biography just about his coaching. Mm-hmm. This is later on in his career when he's already—he's retired. He was at ESPN. He retired from there, moved on. It just—it um, makes you look at the negative things before making a decision. So you kind of just look at everything outside the box. Uh-huh. Um, I would say that's kind of like a pro, like doing pros and cons or yeah. whatever. Huh? Yep. But he, you know, he uses a lot of his stories in his book, you know, from coaching or right. just different experiences in his life. But he's a super fucking smart guy. Now, did he did he use that whenever he was like like Throw, in his life chairs. when he's throwing chairs? I don't I think don't he know. used he that. Really, like, I, he made could, mistakes, learned from them, and what and could be the negative impact of throwing <laughs> this chair across the gym floor? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> but hopefully, it's it's like a thing where learn from what I you know learn from my mistakes. Exactly, but so what's yours? Mine is Lonesome Dove. I knew that. You knew that. I, knew I that. freaking I love that book. I've like every time I go to like a Goodwill or a Salvation Army, I go to the used book uh, like place <laughs> and I buy. I pick up like I'll pick up these. They always have them for like seventy five cents, and I'll buy like five copies of them used, and I just give them out. I've given that book to so many people. Still got my copy. Very good. Still got it. I, I freaking love it. It's just it's like. It's got everything. It's you know, it's like 
you know, it's got badasses. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's got a love story in it. It's historical. It's Todd loves love stories. <laughs> well, but it's got, well, I'm saying it's got a little something for everybody in there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and the, the love story is like a, a cowboy's in love with a whore. So there's that. Um, but I, you know, here's, let me tell you this. I think it got a bad rap because of the title. You hear Lonesome Dove, and I feel like women hear that, and I think it's some cheap-ass yeah. Western, like one of those old Louis Lamar Westerns, and, and guys hear it, and they think it's a lo- Lonesome Dove. Good you know what point, I'm saying? yeah. But I, I feel like it, the title, he should have given it a different title. And the book is huge. I mean, it's it a thousand. Fucking- it, it is a thousand. <laughs> it is the biggest book I've ever read. It is a thousand <laughs> pages. I've read it. Mo- it's it's the only book, and I'm I'm a big reader, and it's the only book I've read multiple times. The only book. And wow. I, just, I freaking love that book. He's know? definitely a big reader. Whenever uh, quarantine was happening, and I'd use his garage gym. He was always out there on his little swing reading. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa <laughs> so grandma. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, uh, but man, I freaking love that book. Can't say enough about it. So, we got anything else? We got to tie Eric. You got anything else you want to add? What's going on? On We're the about to get eve out of, here. of Mike Tyson's fight. I know I've been in the garage, and you got Rocky's belt and this. I want to ask you guys. This is should be quick. Your guys' ranking of the Rockies. I like that. that great, great question. Go ahead. I mean, Rocky, Rocky one's easy. Rock, I, I'm Rocky that one. one. That's okay. one for me. Um, Creeds are not included. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it go. How, how many is there? Six. Oh, I, is it six? I don't know why you need to know how many there are. I'm not going well, over four. Okay. Well, I was, I was thinking four. three. Rank, so just rank four. the four. I, the other ones don't count. Okay. So... One for sure. Um, then I go two, and then four is where he makes his comeback, right? Four is Rocky. I'm sorry, four, four, four is the Russian. Four is Drago. Yes. Yeah, so Russian. then four. So, so one, go, two, four. One, two, four, three. One. Well, I'm just. I was just doing the top three of them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So you put you put the Russian one above uh, Clubber Lang. Lang. That was Mister T. Yeah. Get yourself a real man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. That was when Rocky got soft, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I go one, two, three, four. I'd one, I, two, three, I'm, four. Yes. That's that's the order I'm going. I, I like I liked it that what was uh wasn't it Rocky three? Wasn't that's when uh his his uh Mitt trainer dies. That I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what Mr. A, yep. That was the. I think it's the only time that I have shed a tear <laughs> in a movie in my entire life, dude. I based my training style on Mick. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my, my like when I'm training at people like at Pride and I'm yelling the crap I yell. I, I'm Mick. I'm Mick from I'm there. Mick. He Cut died, but a little, Mick. a little piece of me died when he when he <laughs> when he when he left. You know what I'm saying? My favorite my qu- favorite quote is from. Uh, uh, from Mick and I use this all the time on my high school kids who get girlfriends. I say, women weaken legs. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you list them? Oh, it's it's a one, then I go three, four, two, and then actually sorry I screwed that up. One, three, then I actually go to the one where he was old, Rocky Dude, Balboa. Actually Balboa, really? Rocky, I go there, then I go four, two. 
And then Rocky Five was an atrocity to cinema. Yeah, we don't. Yes. We pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> but there Sorry, you go. Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Sorry, Tommy Gunn. Oh man. We pretend like that one didn't happen. What What did you guys think of the Creeds? I th- I liked them. I I really did like. I didn't expect to like them. Yeah, I liked the, the first one. You know, I liked yeah. the first. The second one was actually. Were, I remember this. The first one I liked. The second one I went in thinking I would not like. And was like, oh, that's you know, the definitely mo- better than mm-hmm. I thought. The movie they could have hit big bucks with was Mr. T. Then between Rocky three and four, you know, you go back in time, you can do this as you have Clubber Lang versus Apollo Creed movie. Ah. Uh, that would have been a good spin. That could have been yeah. the real Creed. Yeah. Creed versus T. I, d- I felt like on the Creeds, they were trying too hard just to redo the old, I don't know. It just, I don't know. But I wasn't super fond of them. But. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> such high expectations, such high standards. So, all right, that's a, that's all I got. That that's all I got. Eric, you don't have any more questions to pop out, do you? No, sir. Thank right. you guys for having me. This Shoot. was this thanks, was awesome. Thanks for stopping by, man. Um, keep uh sweating those demons out. I will do this very nice. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Locksecutioners, and we are out. Slay on, brother. Slay on.